Hey, good morning. A question from Dennis. I just got an email today. He worked in bureaucracy uh, a few, I think, years ago, and he did like that. But now he's a programmer in a regular company where uh, all the bad management exists. And he wants to know how to deal with that, how to be successful and happy in the environment where he is right now. He didn't explain me uh, what are the problems there, but I can do it for him. I can do it for him. And maybe many of you will see that uh, you're in the same situation. So you're in a company, in a traditional software company, in a large software company. The bigger the company, the more you can see of those symptoms. Uh, first of all, everybody gets regular monthly salaries. So they get them every month, no matter what other results. Sometimes some of you get fired, but that happens not very usually. If you behave properly, if you show up in the office at the right time, if you attend all the meetings, if you present your progress at the daily stand-ups, if you, if you smile to your manager, if you behave like a good soldier, then you're not going to be fired. All the salaries are more or less the same. The longer you stay with the company, the higher your salary, the bigger the amount of money you take. When people join the company, they are like juniors or they get some start salary and then they start growing, progressing 10% per year, but approximately everybody stay at the same level. You have many junior developers in your company. Very few senior guys who stay there for years. Everybody else is junior. They deliver not so high quality of code. So it's difficult for you to grow in that environment because not so many people who really care about the quality, about growing, about um, implementing some new technologies, about doing something unusual technology-wise. The professional level of programmers is approximately the same and low. Of course, you have no unit test, integration tests, or very few of them. Sometimes you guys experiment with testing, but it's something which you do when you are up to it. So testing is not what the management asks you to do. Sometimes the management even doesn't understand what tests are for. The code base is huge, a lot of legacy stuff there, and nobody actually wants to touch that unless it's broken. It is in production, you have revenue, your customers, they pay you, the business works somehow, and uh, modifying something from the past, touching that legacy garbage, nobody wants that. Team building is a very regular thing. Maybe you have beers on Friday, maybe they take you somewhere time to time to a restaurant, or maybe they organize some parties. So the company invests money into keeping you guys together, into making sure that you feel good, not into writing unit tests, of course. You have a lot of meetings in the office. You have status meetings, you have uh, technical meetings, and the higher you are in the hierarchy, the more meetings you have. If you're just a regular programmer, maybe one, two per week. If you are a senior developer, if you're a lead of the department, if you're a tech lead, if you are the architect, then your day is full of meetings. You basically do nothing except sitting there and talking to other people. And you may blame your company for that. You may think that this is happening just in your case, just because your management is so not into proper motivation, so not into proper management. So you're just a victim of one particular situation, not the case. It's the entire industry works like that. Actually not works, but not works. The entire industry doesn't work. What I mean by doesn't work is that the effectiveness of, of our teams, the effectiveness of programmers is extremely low now. Look at the Apple products. Look at the amount of money these guys spend every year to create the hardware and the software which we use. 
There are billions of dollars. There are thousands or tens of thousands of people working on that stuff. And look at the progress they make in every next version, which they release once a year or twice a year. Look how many changes they actually make in this operating system, for example. The operating system which I'm using right now. They are micro changes. Those amount of changes can be made by a group of 10 programmers working for a few months. Just give them proper salaries. They give them proper motivation and they will release the same versions. They will release the same changes. But instead, Apple spends billions of dollars on hundreds or thousands of programmers which are doing, scratch the word doing, but not doing exactly the same. So programmers don't work. They just attend their offices. They just sit in their projects. They get a lot of money as their salaries in Apple, in Microsoft, in Google, in Facebook, in all large companies, in IBM, in Oracle. I don't even mention those guys. And they produce absolutely nothing or very close to nothing. So their effectiveness is 0.001% of what they could produce if the management would do a different job, if the management would motivate them correctly, would motivate them to work for result, not for the time. Let me give you another example. I'm right now trying to sign a contract with a large company from uh, Silicon Valley, and they are uh, holding that process for two months already. Not because the contract is wrong, not because we're uh, discussing the terms, but we just sent the contract to their legal department and then we're just sitting and waiting for that legal department to come back to us and give us the text which we need to sign and it takes two months already 60 days so and during those 60 days everybody on their side is getting salary they're getting paid they go to the office every morning they open their laptops they get a lot of money every day and they produce nothing we're just waiting and waiting. If that company would pay their lawyers, would pay their legal guys per result, per the contract they sign, they would call me in the middle of the night and ask me to sign it as soon as I can. I would get that contract two months ago. If that lawyer on their side would get, I don't know, a hundred, a thousand dollars for each contract they sign, not for each day they spend in the office, but for each contract they sign, that would be a completely different model. They would work way faster hundred times faster from what they do now. So their effectiveness is extremely low. And that's the entire system like that. America, Europe, the entire world. Why it's happening? That's probably the question for another video. I don't have an exact answer. I have my theories, but I don't know exactly what's going on. What I see are the symptoms of that, that people are absolutely ineffective. You know this uh, quite famous book which was published just last year called Bullshit Jobs. It's exactly about that. It doesn't use the same words as I'm using. I'm calling those people office slaves. Um, the author of that book is calling them uh, bullshit jobs. So people who are in their offices doing absolutely nothing, their jobs are not needed in most cases, but they are still getting their money. We don't need so many people to do those jobs. We need one good programmer to do what a hundred people are doing inside Apple or inside Microsoft. We need just one, two, three people who are properly motivated to deliver results, not to stay just in the office and enjoy their lives. So, Dennis, it's a problem of the entire system. It's not just one your company. But then the question is, what do you do? You may ask, and that's what you're asking. So what is the exit? How can you actually be happy in that territory of, of bullshit jobs? My answer is that you can do nothing, and you should stop making your honest attempts. So stop trying to fight with the system. You will not change it. You will not improve it. 
it's pointless to change uh, this entire uh, huge monster problem. And the more you try, the more unhappy you will be, the more unsatisfied you will be. Just stop trying. Stop trying and take as much as you can from those companies who employ you. Your employer gets you on the contract, pays you for a time, demands no quality from you, demands no real contribution from you, doesn't care about your motivation. Great. They abuse you, abuse them as well. They treat you as a slave. Treat them equally. Just take as much as you can from them, steal their time, steal their money, steal their computers. Of course, don't steal their computers, be careful with that. But what I'm saying is that sitting in their offices, do what you need to do for yourself instead of working for them. Don't feel responsible to be loyal. Don't feel that you will be dishonest if you being in their office, do what you want to do for yourself. And I explained that in my uh, Code Ahead book, which I just published last year. You can find more discussion in the book about that problem. But here, in a nutshell, the point is that you're being paid every month. You don't need to worry about uh, your bills. You don't need to worry about um, food on the table. And that's a great opportunity for you to do something on your own. For example, start your own open source project and spend seven hours a day on your stuff, on developing something for the open source community, and one hour for your employer. Don't care about the employer. Don't try to be loyal to them. Give them one hour, they'll be happy. They don't understand even what you're doing. They don't care what you're doing. They just need you to be in the office, sit at that computer, and pretend that you look like a good programmer. Give it to them. The rest of the time, do your open source stuff. That way you will contribute to the industry. You will give us something valuable. You will give something uh, important to the entire society, to all of us programmers. Forget that company, which is a temporary employer of you. They will go, they will disappear from the market maybe tomorrow, maybe in a year. Who cares? It's just one company. But the entire community will be thankful to you if you create something in open source for all of us using their resources, their money, and the time they give it for you. You can go to trainings. Most large companies are uh, allowing you to, while being their employee, to go to trainings on their money, on their cost, and to improve yourself. So tell your manager that you want to become a better programmer, you want to go for trainings or get some certificates, you want to improve yourself in order to be a better soldier for them. They will buy that, and they will buy you the ticket to the training, they will buy you the certificate. Go there, improve your resume, improve your portfolio using their resources. Experiment with new technologies. While being in their project, you have some source code in front of you, you have some problems to solve, try different technologies there, experiment. They will sometimes not be happy, okay, deal somehow with that, but always try to experiment. No unit tests, great, try to write unit tests. No integration tests, try to do that. And when you succeed or you fail, write about that. Start blogging, start telling us how is it going. So don't think about one employer, employers change. In a few years, there will be another employer. Don't feel that you're married to them. Don't, don't feel that you owe them something. You owe them nothing. Just use them, their platform, as a, as a training facility for yourself and for all of us. We want you to share some interesting information with us. Start blogging, start telling us how things are going on, how you technically experiment. So share your knowledge using their resources. That will be great for everybody, except them. But who cares about them? There could be other ways. I don't know. You can try it yourself. But the main point is that you should stop thinking as somebody who owes somebody something. 
you are not their slave. Don't be a slave. Don't feel yourself as somebody who owes something to that company. Be a freelancer. Be a free person who is temporary assigned to one slave trader. Okay, it happens because you need to pay your bills. It's not your fault or maybe it is your fault. Doesn't matter. But you are in that situation. And now from that situation, you use everything you can in order to get the most you can get for yourself. Just do it, and that way you will help everybody around. You will help the entire software community. Because like I said, you will take something from them and give it to us, to people around, to the world. So don't fight with the system. That's my recommendation. That's my answer. Or the final option, join Xerocracy. We are a completely different ball game. And here in Xerocracy, you can be a freelancer. You can be completely free. You can contribute to the projects you love. But we're still small, so we cannot accept everybody. We cannot accept uh, thousands of programmers right now. But we are growing. We're getting more projects. We need more programmers. And eventually, we will be as large as Oracle, Microsoft, IBM, and all of those guys. And at that point of time, we will be able to, to fight with the system. Until then, don't do that. Don't kill yourself in that fight. Just use what you can use for your own good. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.